This morning we have a good example. Hey, Sender. Sender, when you email me at 3 o'clock in the morning, have you not gone to sleep yet, or you're already up? The, um, uh, we, we have a good example today about how if you learn the principles right, if we understand the asodos right of, of what we're learning, then it, it resolves a lot of other difficult issues. Uh, sometimes you have to put a lot of effort into understanding the yesod, what is the underlying principle. But as you build those yesodot up, as you build those foundations up, that becomes your material with which to resolve things that, that people sometimes struggle with. So in this, in this peyrek, uh, which we start today, which is the, the peyrek of Meshilin, um, we, we deal with those malachas on Yom Tif that are not technical malachot, but are still forbidden or, or, or not forbidden. The, 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 this parish draws those boundary lines uh, because of tircha. They just it, there's work involved. It's just not it's not what one does on Yom Tif. So the Mishnah, Mishnah talks about Mishilin Peirut Derech Harube Yom Tif. If you've got fruit drying on the top of your roof, when you had flat roofs, and on the top of the roof there's also a, a skylight, one of these um, windows on the top of the roof to let light in. And you want to save the, the fruit from rain or, or from some, some weather-related issue which is going to destroy the fruit on Yom Tif, you can open the skylight and throw the fruit through the skylight and they fall into the house and now they're protected in, in the house. Avaloi b'Shabbos, but not on Shabbat. And says Rashi, um, They allowed that level of tircha. That level of effort, of physical effort, of taking, collecting the fruit together and putting it down through the, the skylight, that they permitted. And then gravity does the rest of the work. They fall, they fall down. That that's not too much work. But the Mishnah says, then Rashi goes on to say, but if the, if the window is on the side of the house and you have to take the fruit and you have to lower them down the side of the house and pull them into the into the window, that's getting too much. So the Mishnah and later on the Gemara is dealing with what's that boundary line? What, where do we say, okay, that you can do, but not more than that. Um, but what's interesting to us for, t- for today is the Mishnah's comments of Allah B'Shabbat. But even that level of Tircha, even just collecting the fruit together to save them and dropping them down through the skylight is not permitted on Shabbat. What is the difference and why not? Uh, and more important, we learned and we've dealt with it a few times already, the Gemara and in Shabbos Daf Chafbeis and elsewhere, where Rabbi Shimon says, "Gorer Adam mitaki seves afsalu bilvadshloid kaven lasot charitz," you can drag a bed and a a, a, a bench uh, over the over the ground as long as you don't have the kavana to make a charitz to make a, um, a a ditch as you as you pull it. Uh, how heavy can the safsal and the mita be? Doesn't say. How long can you carry them for? How far can you move them? It doesn't say. It doesn't say that you don't have as long as it doesn't, it's not too much effort. Effort doesn't seem to be the problem. All that's, the problem is what is your intention? Where is your mind? Where is your head? If your head is to make a charitz, then your, your focus is on a melacha. And that's a problem. But if your head isn't on making a charitz, you can drag this bed up and down, and no matter how big the property is, there's no restriction on that. And um, we, we had the Tosis, we've talked about this as well on Daf Kufyud, where the shit of the shielders is that that's because of Malechet Machshevet. Tosis disagrees with it, but the, but, but the principle here in, in the shielders is that the problem with Dovashi and Miskavin is that, that all that's prohibited on Shabbat is Malechet Machshevet, is Malocha, which is intended with a specific outcome, 
and, and you're doing it to accomplish that outcome, then that activity becomes also. But if you're not doing it to accomplish an outcome which is a malacha, then, it, then it's not also, then it's, then it's mutter. You're allowed to do it as Rabbi Shimon holds and we pass in that way. So once again, we see on Shabbos, there's not a concern with how much physical effort you're putting into some work. If you're working very hard and there's a lot of physical effort involved, so it is. It's, it's okay as long as you're not doing malachot. So why are we so worried here that he'll collect the fruit and he can't collect the fruit? On Yom Tov, yes, but on Shabbos, not. Why not? Where's the malachot machshebet? What malacha is involved over here? But if we go back uh, a, a few dafim, I think it was in Daf Kafches that we had this, the shir with this Orachayim and the Magid Mishnah, and we see the principle of Isu Melacha on Shabbos, the way we developed and understood the principle, then it becomes very clear. So you've got the Orachayim who says, and he's talking about the Shoma Yaseira. This was the shir that we did on, on the Shoma Yaseira, and the Orachayim brings that in. He says, that's the reason for the, for the Melachot. What the, what the Torah forbids on Shabbos are those activities that will cause difficulty for the Neshama Yaseira to be settled. That additional power of Neshama, which we have on Shabbos, needs conditions in which to be able to function within us. And the Melochas, therefore, are spiritual Melochas. They are not physical Melochas. It's not about resting because we need physical rest. It's not about that at all. It's about being, giving the Neshoma Yaseiro the space to be able to function. And for the Neshoma Yaseiro to be able to function on Shabbos, you need a, a, a certain, certain space. So, Lazetim Sashi Ikar Isur Azarat Malachot Shabbat, Bier Hashem. And therefore, you'll see if you understand it, that the Ikar, here we're getting to the Yesod, the foundation of the Melochas of Shabbos, which Hashem forbade, Shehem Bemachshava. What Hashem really forbids is, is where your mind is at. It's, it's, it's the mind focus which is the issue. Yes, activities are forbidden because that's how you control your mind. You can't control your mind. The only thing you can do is control your actions and through that control your mind. But if you, when we did the meditation exercise before Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur and I did the, the, the purple elephant exercise, you can't tell your mind not to think of something. Because the moment you do that, your mind will think of something. So, so you can't direct your mind directly. You've actually got to involve your mind in another activity, which is, which is, and that's why in meditation, you involve your mind in your breathing, which is the most fundamental rhythmic activity that there is. But you need the activity. Without the activity of breathing, it doesn't work. You can't, you, you can't achieve any kind of mind rest unless you're doing something. And it's not even about not doing. You've got to do certain things and, and not do other things. And that's what Hashem says. There are certain malachot that take your mind to another space. And if your mind is in that space, your Shabbos is messed up because your Neshoma Yaseira can't access what Shabbos has to give to it. We're given a Neshoma Yaseira because we need to access a Kedusha on Shabbos that we, that we can't access. The, this is a beautiful, longer piece of Orachayim, uh, if you want to learn it through, where he talks about the fact that the Neshoma Yaseira comes from a place in Shemaim, and we have to learn how to access that place. Because after 120 years, we won't be able to access that place if we haven't developed the capacity. And Shabbos is when we develop the capacity to access those higher levels of Ruchnis, those higher levels of, of, of Neshoma. And that's what it, what it talks about with Melechet Machshevet. It's the, it's the Machshove in the Melocha, 
which is also on Shabbos, is the way the Rachaim understands it. You can't even speak on Shabbos the way we speak during the week. Uh, as it says. So, so the Ika, the Yesoid of the Malachi, is where your mind is at on Shabbos. It's not about, uh, not necessarily about, about what you're doing so much. Uh, and, and it's quite interesting. We talked about meditation. There is a meditation practice that requires you to focus your mind and rest your mind and then to let your mind wander and then to bring it back specifically. So, so normally that happens naturally. When you meditate and you're new at it, your mind wanders all the time and you have to bring it back. And that bringing it back is what the important part of the exercise is. The mind is like a pendulum. It moves backwards and forwards. And the purpose of meditation is not to keep it still in one place. That's not a natural mind. A natural mind does wander. <coughs> the purpose is to learn how to let it swing at your own at your own pace, for you to control its swing instead of to be controlled by the swing. And there's a meditation practice when you've got to the point, now you can sit for, for 30 minutes and your mind can be focused. Now the meditation practice is okay. Now that you've got your focus right is unfocus it so that your mind wanders and you think of creative ideas and then bring it back. In the middle of that, bring it back and let it unfocus and bring it back. Shabbos Lavdil is something like that. You're busy the whole week and your mind is all over, all over the place, bring it back. Access you should Neshom Hold it there for 24 hours, and then the Neshom goes away. Now you let, let your mind get active again. Now you get creative, and you start doing all sorts of things. And you're just getting into it on Thursday, Friday, back to Shabbos. Bring it back. And this capacity to bring your mind back to Shabbos, to be able to access at will, to be able to just in a moment, the sun goes down, and you can bring your mind back to focus on Shabbos. That's the, the capacity that we develop on, on Shabbos. Not so. And Yom Tov, you'll remember the Magid Mishnah that we learned, where the Magid Mishnah said Yom Tov is completely different. Yom Tov, it's melechet avodah. It's, it's not to do things which you normally hire servants to do. Yom Tov is about labor. Yom Tov is not about where your mind is. Yom Tov is about where your body is. It's completely different. So now that we have this distinction between Shabbos and Yom Tov, now I begin to understand that on Shabbos, tirche, even a tircha mu'etet is not allowed. Even a little bit of tircha is not allowed. Um, if your mind is somewhere else, so if you're moving the, 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 the bench, why are you moving it? If you're moving because you're moving it so that you can eat there. You're moving it because you want to sleep in a particular place. That's melechet machshevet. Your mind is not in a bad place. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're trying to save your fruit from, from, from distraction and your mind is on your business, that's not where your mind should be on Shabbos. So there's no benefit. On Yom Tov, it's okay. If it's not tircha yatera, if it's not too much tircha, that it becomes a, a melech, melechet avodah, that, that becomes a net. The, the, this Peirik's pro, uh, challenge then is to define the boundary line of melechet avodah. So if your fruit is on the roof and it's about to rain and, and they're about to be spoiled, you wouldn't go hiring servants. You would go yourself and you would drop them through the window. But if it needs a whole lot of work and you were to take them down, put them into a warehouse, you would hire servants to do that. That's why the, the Mishnah is able to find that boundary line between what tircha you're allowed to do and what tircha you're not allowed to do. But on Shabbos, even tircha muete takes your mind off. If it takes your mind off, then it becomes melechet machshevet, the essence of the idea of your mind being in a different place which isn't allowed. So, uh, so, so, and that answers, the achronim are very concerned about why it would not be permitted, why this kind of tircha, which is allowed on Yom Tov, this kind of work, effort, which is allowed on Yom Tov, is not allowed on Shabbos when we see from Dovashen and Miskaven and other examples that we're not that worried about doing work on Shabbos. 
um, as long as it's not a melechet machshevet. That being the case, what do you think the halacha would be if the fruit that I'm saving from the, from the roof is fruit that I need for shalashudas? So it's not, I'm not, now where's my mind? Now my mind's on Shabbos. So this is the big test, if we're right or not. That's what's beautiful about halacha. You can check your thesis. And if, you, and if you're wrong, you've got to go back to the drawing board and think your principles again. So based on our principles, what should the din be? I, the Mishnah says very clearly, you can't do this on Shabbos. But I'm struggling with that. What if my mind is on Shabbos? What is if I'm doing it for Shabbos? Says the Shulchanoruch, If a person sees, has fruit on the roof and rain is coming, you are not permitted to save them by throwing them through the, the skylight and the roof. Clear, like the Mishnah. Says the Morgan Avrom. You remember, we've learned the Morgan Avrom. Just the, uh, most of the Mishnah Brura is based on the Morgan Avrom. Most of the Halacha we keep is based on the Morgan Avrom. Uh, a, a parish on, on Orachayim, just, just terribly important to be able to make the Orachayim applicable. Also the Shalshalom, Dimitrich Sheloyle Tzorech Shabbos. Look what the Morgan Avram says. The problem is, you're not doing it for Shabbos. The problem is not the work. You're right, you can schlep a bench and you can schlep a, 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 a bed, you can move your furniture around the house if it's Tzorech Shabbos. That's what's important. The problem is not the work. You're allowed to work on Shabbos. The problem is, where is your mind? So the problem, says the Morgan Avrom, is it's a mitruch shalol etzorech Shabbos. Says the prima godim. The prima godim is the parish on the Morgan Avrom. So we've got the Shulchan Aruch, the Morgan Avrom on the Shulchan Aruch, and the prima godim on the, on the Morgan Avrom. We've talked about the prima godim as well. Until the Sefer came out, he was an unknown cheder teacher. Um, and, and he wrote the prima godim, which again is a foundation of halacha. Also, Ayin Morgan Avrom, see the, the Morgan Avrom and the Beis Yosef, and therefore... Is mechadesh the prima godim ha perot hayom? But if you're going to move the fruit because you need them for the mesude shari, that's allowed. You're allowed to do that. So we've checked our thesis. We've understood the difference between Shabbos and Yom Tov. The essence of Shabbos is not the tircha. The essence of Shabbos is where is your mind, and therefore if your mind is actually on Shabbos, it should be mutur. Although the Mishnah doesn't mention it, says the prima godim absolutely. If your if your mind is on Shabbos and you're moving the fruit for Shabbos. It's mutter, it's allowed, and here you get the, the methodology of checking a principle. So you start with the principle, you develop a thesis, you learn it through the mesefta or through the halachas, and now you check in the details of halacha to see that it supports the thesis, and then you've got the principles clear.